0: And welcome to a new episode of Translating Love. I'm Danny. And I'm Boyfi. Hi, Boifey. Hi, Danny. How are you today? I'm good. Good.
1: It was a good Monday. Good news start into a new week.
0: That's good. Yeah. Well, that does it for this episode.
1: No, today today's topic is anxiety. And since it's a little bigger, we thought we do it in like two episodes.
0: Yeah, by bigger he means we we each have different forms of anxiety yeah um neither of us will and we'll go into that a little bit but neither of us has generalized anxiety we have a more specific type of anxiety yeah um and so we thought it'd be better to just do it in two separate episodes for
1: our german uh listeners Mm -hmm. anxiety is more or less like a angststörung Mm -hmm. but i don't like the word because it kind of associates fear with yeah the 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 words i
0: never liked the translation
1: uh when i was basically uh suffering from like my worst anxiety days or or in the times where i had the worst anxiety i i always looked for something that described um how i felt and uh angststörung like if you look that up and and look what it does or look what it means and That doesn't really describe anxiety, so I think anxiety should be a whole different...
0: There should be a new word for it in German. Yeah,
1: I think so too, but yeah, we're a little... Because
0: angst is fear. But Um,
1: maybe there is already, so if there is, please just let me know, but I haven't found anything in German that relates Mm -hmm. to how I felt back then, as much as that, what we are going to talk about today.
0: Should I... Give the definition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the definition from the American Psychological Association. Um, the APA defines anxiety as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes, like, for example, increased blood pressure. And an, as yeah, a it's definition, a, that's it's a true. Weak, but yeah, but, but it's a pretty it, weak
1: definition. Yeah. Of how I it, agree. it is. Mm-hmm. But let's go more into it. Um, like. Uh, Anxiety is basically like a fight or flight response mm-hmm. um, that is constantly there. So
0: well, that's but that's for people with an anxiety disorder. Yeah, but because if you think about it, in this it says it in this article that I found too. Everybody has anxiety. No, sure, it's normal and it's actually necessary for our survival yeah. as humans. Yeah, yeah, but. If, no, if but it's, we're speaking
1: from a disorder anyways. We're not speaking from people. No, exactly. People who, so, yeah. But
0: everybody has anxiety, so you know kind of what the feeling is, but then you imagine it on a massively increased yeah. level where it's yeah. constant or almost constant, and that's like, where it leads to a medical condition.
1: Like uh, what I like, uh, for example, if you think about like a really uh, big exam back in the school days and you had this feeling of pressure and this being on the verge and and jittery and just like Mm -hmm. uh high blood pressure and your heart was going nervousness and you you could feel everything you were on like you were so hyper aware of everything and now imagine that going on every day for Mm -hmm. hours um and usually anxiety comes in waves um so it basically lowers itself and then it's on a constant level and then it peaks and then Uh, you can basically have a panic attack or Mm -hmm. that usually is a panic attack when anxiety peaks. Uh, We're not going into panic attacks because that's a whole nother uh, big topic. Mm -hmm. But that's a part of anxiety. Um, And usually what happens if you look up fight or flight, uh, it's basically cortisol and uh, adrenaline who is released in your brain and that is... Typically, um, the reason for your bodily changes for everything you feel, for everything you experience during high anxiety uh, levels.
0: And the fight or flight response is, is a normal response in every yeah. every human body. That's, again, it's for survival. So we say fight or flight, it's, it's a response from your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your... I won't go into the details, but it's from your nervous system, your central nervous system. And so basically... Imagine that you're walking down the street and somebody comes to try to rob you and they either have a knife or a gun or whatever. Your body automatically goes into either fight or flight mode. So you either are going to try to fight this person where you're like, fuck that. I'm not giving you anything Mm -hmm. of mine Mm -hmm. or you're going to try to run. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what your body is doing, not just in those dangerous situations, but also in moments of anxiety. Mm -hmm. It it does it. You're doing it almost all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, what anxiety does it uh, releases those two things in your body, cortisol and uh, adrenaline, and that can res- re- uh, Fuck, what is the word that can re- result? Result. That. Uh, oh, it's fine. That can result into various uh, bodily symptoms, and there is nothing that it can't do. So you can feel everything. You're hyper aware and uh, from headaches to depression to fatigue to breathing problems to being upset.
0: Problem sleeping. uh,
1: Problem sleeping, having an irritable stomach like Mm -hmm. IBS, uh, having to go to the toilet a lot, um, panic attacks, sense of doom. Everything falls into that category. And you can basically, since you're hyper aware in that phase you can basically trigger anything you can feel anything you can all of the sudden feel okay there's a lump there that wasn't there that's not normal maybe it's starting but that's more
0: specific than to your anxiety no sure but but because generalized anxiety typically isn't that way where you you're more in the article that i read generalized anxiety the most common symptoms are restlessness yeah, and feelings yeah. of being on edge, yeah. uncontrollable feelings of worry, increased irritability, concentration difficulties, sleep difficulties,
1: yeah.
0: um, things like that. But what we're going to talk about more this is my anxiety. More um, intimately, I guess, is his anxiety, and that's specifically health anxiety. Yeah, maybe you can just quickly. Just like say what that is. Like, no, what is health let's, anxiety? Let's
1: start from the beginning. As you listened, if, I hope you listened to the last podcast, Trauma, um, where we basically went into our two traumatizing events, which is important for this podcast to understand my anxiety a little better um, because my anxiety related or came out of this trauma. My anxiety built from this trauma. Um, And anxiety typically is something like an anxiety disorder typically um, builds itself upon a traumatic uh, event or something that uh, traumatized you recently or something that basically is uh, cut into your life um, in a negative way, more or less. Mm -hmm. So I had this traumatic event uh, 2011 uh, and my anxiety started 2016 um there were various reasons why it took so long but that's normal and it can be normal that uh anxiety sets in right after the event or takes years but uh in 2016 um i had a uh, back pain like the worst back pain what did i have what is it like a dislocated
0: um not dislocated it was uh, in wait. german
1: it's called bandscheibenvorfall
0: yeah but i have to remember it's a, a prolapsed disc yeah basically. a prolapsed disc
1: right so it pressed onto my uh, nerve cord in my back into my spinal, spinal cord, cord mm-hmm. right um and it hurt like hell mm-hmm. and um the first week was okay and i and I, I basically couldn't do much because it hurt so bad i was laying around most of the time which is like the worst Mm -hmm. you should move even though it hurt you should go for walks and move um but after a time i it started messing with my head and i i like it took like a week or one and a half weeks and and then i basically my head tried to convince me i had a form of cancer because i never felt pain like that and especially especially in that uh, area and then of course you google things which you mm-hmm. shouldn't do obviously and which is normal because everyone did it before but you shouldn't and of course the first thing is like yeah you have cancer blah blah and so i had
0: that's the first thing every google time, always says every time. i have a headache and a toothache at the same time and then it's like cancer <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah um but uh, since my anxiety already went uh, towards or i was Basically, already prone to a, towards uh, some more sensitive topic, and cancer was that for me. So, cancer is was uh, the topic that my health anxiety relay or revolved around, um, and therefore, my head made me believe that I had cancer. And I, I apologize sincerely to anyone who went through uh, a cancer scare or even had cancer or has cancer. Because I feel like a, a, I don't know, a fraud talking about it.
0: Well, that's not fair. You can't. But
1: no, but uh, you,
0: there's nothing for you to apologize for. You can.
1: But still, feel I feel
0: sorry for the people who have it or who have gone through it. But no, in I, your head, it was no less real than no, a cancer scare. No, sure,
1: sure, sure, sure. But still, I, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want anyone to feel like I compared at those two things because I can't simply because I. I thankfully had never mm-hmm. had cancer before, so I, I can't compare it. But in my head, I had cancer. And for three months, almost three months, I walked around believing that I'm going to die soon, uh, even more than three months. And that was horrible. It was horrible. I was horrible. And uh, it took me a long time until I finally realized that uh, what I had was not cancer um, and the pain came from a dislocated, uh, what did you use? disc? A prolapsed prolapsed disc mm-hmm. in disc. yeah in my lower back, and uh, my head or my anxiety is basically just telling me that I had cancer or something worse, basically, um, and the back pain finally in summer of 2017 disappeared
0: so it took almost a year
1: half a year mm-hmm. for the back pain but the pain moved um and then all of a sudden i noticed that my stomach hurt all the time i had like the worst cramps it hurt like hell um and of course the first thing again cancer it had to be cancer I I did a lot of tests. I went to the doctor.
0: I, I couldn't tell you how many times he went to the doctor in that time.
1: Like, and the thing
0: is, you, as a partner, I, of course, tried to be reassuring and say, that's not what you have. You've been to the doctor so many times. And he always tells you that it's fine and not to worry about it. Yeah. And you did blood tests and all of that. And everything. Everything came back totally normal, yeah. if not better than normal. Yeah. And it's still, his head still told him that that's what it was. And that's exactly it. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. Yeah. That's basically how the anxiety messes with your head.
1: Yeah. Uh, my doctors told me it's everything's fine. They can't find anything. I did a lot of tests. I, I wasted amu- an insane amount of time and energy into those things. And it reassured me for a couple of days. And after a couple of days, my head went back okay. But they missed something. There is something wrong with me. Uh, yeah, it's the worst. And that took me more than a year to get finally almost rid of or in control and part of that was changing diet um adopting a, a more healthier lifestyle even though we were fairly healthy already
0: i would say more than fairly but,
1: but... Uh, not running to the gym every other day giving myself time mm-hmm. um, doing yoga uh going vegan that was a big part especially for my stomach issues yeah um and also after all just being more um one with myself i don't know it sounds maybe dumb no, it doesn't. but peaceful but more accepting more with yourself accepting. and more more but yeah it took me a while and i think the biggest part for me to realize that i had anxiety was to even find out what it is and read about it and then uh, see that a lot of other people suffering from the same issue, watching YouTube videos, reading books, going into uh, uh, some foreign forums, mm-hmm. um, reading about stuff and just basically informing myself. And then, of course, trying to figure out, OK, what triggers my anxiety and um, how can I not avoid those triggers, but be more aware because avoiding is also not the right answer in the sense of uh, anxiety because avoiding... well,
0: and you can't always... There's the yeah. situations where you can't avoid it, so it's better yeah. to get ahead of it and it's yeah. better to say, okay, I know what triggers it and how can I handle it yeah. when that trigger comes because yeah. it will. It will always come. Yeah what what kinds of triggers did you or do you have
1: i mean it's everything when you when you are really sensitive to a topic in in a way for example if you it's the same if you have a car if you're looking for a car you see the Mm -hmm. car driving around everywhere or if you want a baby you see a baby if you want a dog you see a dog everywhere and it's the same with my my thing my anxiety i read cancer everywhere i saw articles about people who died of cancer or children who had cancer and Mm. like horrible stuff but i was so sensitive to the topic that i couldn't watch movies with that because it would mess with my head it would change my mood completely i would feel sick again afterwards and and that for over a fucking year i i I can't even describe how horrible the whole thing was because it it completely destroys your life in a way that you can't be. You can't do anything anymore. You can't do anything. You can't go somewhere, or you rarely go places. You feel on edge all the time. You you don't want to socialize because you you either feel pain all the time or you. It's just horrible.
0: I mean, it basically it's it's essentially a, a form of depression, yeah. and in a lot of cases of of this kind of anxiety, it leads to depression, yeah. and that's what happened to you basically, when you yeah. first
1: when I first got, got it, it in 2016. Yeah. Yeah.
0: because I that's when I visited towards the end of the trip where I visited you is when you started feeling the back pain, mm-hmm. and I remember even just. Like, the worst thing for me leaving was walking away from you at the airport when I had to go to the mm-hmm. plane. And I felt like I was the only one who was sad because you were, you were so yeah, yeah. in your own other headspace yeah. that you couldn't really process the fact that, okay, I don't know when I'm going to see this person again. And that was... Not everything. That was what it was for us. We didn't know. And so for me, it was like devastating. And I was like, I don't even know if he's sad about this.
1: Yeah.
0: And... It was the same kind of when I came back because you, I remember talking to you a lot around Christmas time. And we talked every day while I was back home, but even like around Christmas time, you were just this completely different person when we would talk. And when I moved here, it was kind of the same feeling when you picked me up at the airport. For me, I was so excited and I was like, oh my God, I'm here and I'm gonna get to stay now and it was kind of more just like a hey
1: <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah.
0: which i know wasn't how you were really feeling inside but
1: i had no i had no room for anything yeah. i felt i felt that, and it i felt empty and at the same time i didn't i, I was so hyper aware of everything and it messed with how i the thing is i was studying at the time my masters so i had an insane amount of stress i had to get a shit ton of work done. I, there was so much stuff going on, and that of course uh, fueled anxiety. And yeah, and then also my my kind of unhealthy lifestyle in the sense that I never gave myself a break. Mm-hmm. I, I worked my ass off for years. Uh, yeah, and I also didn't take time to just sit back and 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 maybe think about why I'm in this sad space right now or why I'm going through this right now. Um, but thankfully, after some therapy sessions and a lot of YouTube videos and books and stuff like that, um, I, f- I finally found peace with what I have and what I don't have. Um, and naming it and, and, and knowing what it is and knowing what it can do to you uh, took away a lot of pain and a lot I of... Think-
0: That's also a really important point because that's – we'll talk about this too in the next episode with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. But that was the turning point for me, not just naming it anxiety, but if it's not generalized anxiety, if it's more specific like health anxiety or relationship anxiety or whatever, that you can figure out what form of anxiety you have because that for me was the game changer. I knew I had anxiety, but once I figured out what type of anxiety I had, it changed everything. So it, I think it, being able to, like you said, just name it is yeah. so important. It
1: makes a lot of things easier because you can look up things much easier and mm-hmm. all of a sudden everything relates and and you don't feel alone. And, and it also makes sense. It totally makes sense. And there's a book I really liked. It's called Anxiety Panicking about Panic uh, from Joshua Fletcher.
0: Is that the one you sent me yeah. to? Oh, it's fabulous. It's
1: a really fast read and he, he just goes he went through anxiety and he just goes through everything and and does it really scientifically but like in an easy way and you just get a, a feel of what it is and you can relate to it and then all of a sudden you understand what anxiety does to you mm-hmm. and to your body and then you also understand the symptoms and that you don't have to fear those symptoms because everything your body does is normal and anxiety can't hurt you. And exactly. That That's was the, that big was a big thing. thing. Yeah.
0: That it can't your thoughts can't hurt you. Yeah. So let them be there essentially. Yeah. But the book is really phenomenal. Maybe we can link it in our We will link it. In, in in our the, little description. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was a great book. It's a really easy read, like mm-hmm. you said, and mm-hmm. it really puts a lot of things into perspective and it's a really good jumping off point, I yeah. think, for people I think it's more generalized anxiety. It's it touches on health he, he anxiety. It goes
1: into everything, but yeah, yeah.
0: But, it's, but it it's helped a good me figure point. out, okay, I don't have exactly this, but a form of this. And yeah. that's what helped me to push to keep going to find out yeah. what anxiety type I have.
1: Um, so anxiety uh, is something that is um, over the course of weeks or months hammered into your brain, brain and your brain. Um, is basically uh, adopting the fight or flight response twenty four seven, and once you're in this cycle, it's really hard to break out. You have to you have to understand that um, you train your brain to think like that all the time, and that becomes a normal. Uh, and once that normal sets, and you are in this cycle, it's e- it's not easy to to uh, break out. Um, and there are a lot of ways to do that. And, uh, for example, a big, a big thing is cognitive behavioral therapy. There are a lot of cool workbooks out there, but there are also practitioners who do that. And it's one of the most effective ways to do it. And every anxiety book basically touches into that. Mm-hmm. And basically what it does, it just changes changes your thought patterns and how you react to those two thoughts in general. Um, because that's the key. In, in getting out of anxiety um and also in recognizing anxiety before it, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we' are talking about this right now, especially my health anxiety is because we are in a massive health crisis uh, with this pandemic and there that's it's it's a normal thing to react towards something really scary right now uh, with with thoughts and and all of a sudden you might have like, uh, or you feel like sick or you have symptoms and you don't know where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but but you get maybe tested and it's negative, but you're not sure and blah, blah. So there are a lot of...
0: It makes me think of the analogy, like when you, when somebody, and I'm sorry, this is going to make people, people actually feel this, but... If someone jokes that there's like a spider on you or if you see a spider on somebody, all of a sudden you feel like there's a spider on you. Yeah. So after the spider is gone, you feel like something is crawling on you. It's this weird sensation. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing where it's like there's this virus going around Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, oh, I just I have kind of a sore throat. Is that the virus? Do Mm -hmm. I always have that? Is that normal? Yeah. And you start to kind of analyze every single little thing that you feel. Yeah. And that's totally normal but that's we thought that that was a good way to kind of go into this topic especially with your anxiety being health anxiety because it's basically exactly that but on a more on, on like a higher scale
1: yeah um but uh back to why my anxiety started because i think that's a, a critical point Uh, As we talked about in trauma, a dramatic event is something that manifests in your brain. Um, And it will come to the surface at some point in any way or form. Um, And usually it basically comes in like uh, either character changes or in a mental illness way. Um, And you can work on that before it even happens. So you are prepared uh, for it to happen. you Obviously you can predict anything. But understanding certain things. Before it happens. Or understanding certain things. Before you experience them. Can help you uh, reduce the impact. In your daily life. Because being hit by something like. Health anxiety. You are probably. You can't do anything anymore. You maybe go to work. And get your work done. But your product- productive level. Uh, is reduced by fifty percent or more. Mm-hmm. You uh, probably don't get your social life uh, on anymore if you have a relationship that's like super hard, because you have to manage your thoughts, you have to manage going to the doctor or whatever it is. You have it's it's insane. It's time consuming. It's exhausting, and it seems, it's well, it's it's just in, insane. In
0: relationships too, it really affects the relationship yeah. because it affects the partner. And in my experience it was that it af- and it's for both of us because we both have anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in really high times of anxiety, I feel it like I I can tell, mm-hmm. even if you haven't expressed it, I feel it. And once I once you express it and if it's in times where it's really, really hard for you, mm-hmm. it really affects our relationship and it affects mm-hmm. it affects how we talk to each other. It affects yeah. the time we spend together. it affects intimacy, yeah,
1: everything it, yeah. everything yeah.
0: And so it can be really hard on the other person because they want to be there for you. But it's not that easy because, yeah, yeah, it's hard hard to be there for somebody with something that you don't experience and you don't feel.
1: Yeah, and that's what I mean. Understanding it helps you coping with those things before uh, it hits you so hard that you can't do anything anymore. Mm. And... um, especially in these times because going through a crisis like this and we are blessed in Austria right now, but other countries are hit by the the coronavirus much harder and you will experience trauma during that massive event and you might already have lost someone. Uh, I'm sorry if you did, my heart goes out to you. But um, you might know someone who lost someone to that uh, virus Um, and that's something that kind of... Or could stick around and somehow break out in mm-hmm. form of anxiety or whatever in a couple of years or month or even right on right now, and just knowing that there are other people going through the same thing and it's just normal and it's a human reaction, a bodily human reaction, and um, it can't hurt you; just takes away a lot of pain. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have any just quickly before we? wrap up um do you have any uh tips for people who might be experiencing something similar to you on on actual things that you did to help reduce your levels of anxiety not necessarily to help you get completely past it but
1: that takes a while yeah. because
0: that takes and that's also something that's important to know this isn't it's not a quick fix no. it's not something that's going to be gone in a month no. or in two months i'm still working on it and i've had anxiety of freaking forever but i since i actually acknowledge that i have anxiety it's been at least two years the i think
1: you will you can never can get rid of it but oh it
0: will never go away but y- you do learn you to can, live with it right and, and you and, can
1: reduce the impact of it to like a small amount that yeah. you don't even notice it anymore yeah,
0: exactly but um, maybe just tips on like what you did when you were in those high anxiety times to bring yourself out of it to to get yourself out of this I mean a big
1: big thing was for me I read the one book that we already mentioned Mm -hmm. three times Um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos that helped me a lot just by hearing people saying the things that I am exactly feeling and going through Um, and also doing workbooks like the the cognitive behavioral Mm -hmm. workbooks um, it's CBT Um, you will find a lot of things online um, and those things were the best things. It's a lot of time and you have to put in a lot of energy, especially when you don't have that energy or Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like putting that energy towards those things. You
0: also did a lot of yoga, didn't you? I did a lot of yoga,
1: that's true, that helped a lot too. But overcoming thoughts and overcoming those or breaking out of those thought patterns, yoga didn't really help that much. It helped me ease symptoms that for sure mm-hmm. it helped me ease especially my, my stomach issues it helped me ease that a lot and it also helped me to be more uh, peaceful and mm-hmm. more out of the stress but with with all the fa- thought patterns yoga didn't help me yeah. that much uh, but it was a really really good addition everything that, that gives you it can be meditation it can ju- just be mindful breathing there are a lot of things out there a lot of apps uh, videos everything that Is not stressful on your body, like heavy workouts or running. I wouldn't recommend those, especially if you're in high anxiety.
0: At the same time, though, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily the worst thing to at least try. Because basically, I mean, basically your body's producing or your brain is producing insane amounts of adrenaline. And we need adrenaline, but if it's producing it all the time... At these extremely high levels your body essentially doesn't know what to do with it and that's when these thought patterns start that's when yeah, the anxiety sure. is so heavy and so it's good to use that adrenaline sure. use it for something else so if oh, you sure. do something like a workout where you're like okay i'm gonna go running or i'm gonna go do like a high intensity interval workout try it try it because for me that really helped yeah. it helped to get that adrenaline somewhere else
1: yeah it didn't help for me it didn't help for me but it wasn't. It didn't make it worse either. So it, mm. I, I guess it was okay. But the things that helped were books, videos, and and the CBT. CBT, that was the thing that really. And also stood CBD. Out. CBD too. Yeah. The yeah. oil. Yeah. So
0: CBT is the cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. and CBD is the that oil. That helped too.
1: Yeah, that helped too.
0: And that's fantastic for anyone who has not yet tried it.
1: It's. But- the best that that's that's also that's a quick fix that helps you ex- especially in high anxiety times to it
0: mostly helps you come down come
1: down yeah, and, and, and feel relax. peaceful and relaxed but overall you have to work on right. the, on everything to get rid of it
0: it doesn't solve your anxiety no. it's just it's a helpful tool for when you're in really high anxiety like if you can't sleep or something yeah, if you have trouble sleeping yeah. cbd oil was like my best friend when i couldn't sleep
1: so if you have any questions, feedback or whatever, just go to anchor.fm slash translating love. Uh, you can send us a message there uh, or you just go to our Instagram or whatever. You can send us a message or ask us something about anxiety or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, or
0: share your anxiety, right. share what things you feel and what things that helped you anything yeah can share it all
1: and especially in these times if you if you experience something like that like health anxiety or if you are prone to towards that because you already have those fears of getting sick or dying or whatever just uh message us and maybe we can talk about it or we can give you some tips and yeah otherwise stay safe stay home
0: Please stay home.
1: (laughs) And yeah, we'll hear each other next week. Yeah. Okay. Bye.
0: Bye.